Hey, TLDR listeners, this is Alex. And this is PJ. And this is the second and final week of our dogged attempt to get you to text TLDR to 25383 and donate $10 to our show. Yeah, last week uh, we asked and we got an amazing response from people, but also a lot of people (laughs) wrote to us to say that we didn't mention the actual number that you have to text, which is... 25383. And that you have to text TLDR. You know, we're a little new to the broadcasting game. We just threw out the rule book, and then some people read us some rules from the rule book. (laughs) (laughs) So. To reiterate. You have to text. PJ doesn't. (laughs) PJ has has made it his mission not not to remember remember this number. So it makes perfect sense that you would expect us to do it more than once because PJ absolutely can't remember it. But it is. 25383. And they have to text. TLDR. I knew the second part. And uh, it'll be, it's a one-time donation. It's $10. Normal rates can apply. Do apply. We have to say something like that. (laughs) And also just like, it has been so, so nice seeing that people are supporting it and, and getting people's messages about it. It's, um, I don't know. Uh, We're really grateful that we get to do this. And thank you, really. PJ's a lot better at being sort of sincere and unguarded on the radio, but I just just take it on faith that I totally agree with him. And when I sound like I'm being sarcastic, I'm actually being sincere. What about when you sound like you're being sincere? Then I'm probably lying to you. The charges will appear on your phone bill and standard text messaging rates will apply. So text TLDR to 25383 to make a $10 donation to support TLDR. years ago i used to know this guy who was a formula three race car driver and a few months after the georgian war in 2008 he went to georgia to look into building a formula three racetrack in georgia this is buzzfeed foreign correspondent max seddon he says his race car driving friend ended up being very impressed by georgia again this was in 2008 so his friend did what russian people did in 2008 he wrote a missive about it on his live journal I was in Georgia, and now I see why Putin hates it so much. This is what Russia could be like, all this modernization, all, all this nice stuff. And all of a sudden, his blog gets completely inundated without any warning by these angry pro-Kremlin commentators who say, oh, if you like Georgia so much, why don't you live there? He got so many hits with his tiny little personal blog that he, he only wrote for his friends to read became one of the top 10 most read things in Russia. A country of 143 million people suddenly preoccupied with the live journal of a Formula 3 race car driver. And, and you think, where did these people come from? How, without any kind of Russian Andrew Sullivan, Russian Matt Drudge, where does this traffic come from? So where does this traffic come from? For a long time, people have believed that the Kremlin actually pays people to troll comment sections. The trolls mobilize in waves, dropping megatons of agitprop about specific news events. Usually they're not that sophisticated. Picture hundreds of users cutting and pasting the same pro-government sentiments. Russia is not an angry beast at all, unlike USA. Oh, I'm sorry. U.S. is a stupid angry beast. We are millions here, all Russian. We do not like to kiss ass of the Western superiors of Ukrainian candy president. We want to be part of mother empire. What about us? You are against Putin. Do you actually know what does he do for his country and for people? The fact is that Obama is losing ground as a leader. Last month, a group of activists leaked a document describing a program called The World of Translations, headed by a company called the Internet Research Agency. That name, the Internet Research Agency, it's so bland and vague that it feels like it could be anything. 
a think tank, a fake entry on a resume, an international crime syndicate. But the documents strongly suggest that the Internet Research Agency is indeed a Kremlin operation. Somewhere outside of St. Petersburg, there's at least one building full of people whose job is to write angry comments on the Internet for the government. So if you were a troll working for the Internet Research Agency, your job was to post at least 50 comments a day on news articles, maintain six Facebook accounts, so publish at least three posts a day, 500 subscribers on Facebook. There were similar targets to Twitter where they were managing 10 different accounts and uh, tweeting about 50 times a day. The main account on Twitter got about 3,300 followers. It was called Ass. The handle was I underscore am underscore ass underscore. <laughs> I've got it up right now, and the, the last three tweets are, Mother Nature gives people ass. Uh, ooh, I'm <laughs> farting, farting, farting. And then one that just says, Wanna fart! with exclamation points, and then the hashtag fart smart. <laughs> And then the the previous two or three are, uh, so you brush your teeth before kissing Obama's ass? It is dirty f***ed. And what I saw today, Obama was f***ed in the ass, passive gay Barry. And there's a crude illustration of a Muslim having sex with Barack Obama. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't been on this in a while. I've been doing <laughs> For the record, I asked I am ass for an interview. But at press time, he was still hedging, saying, quote, I need to think it over. I am ass. I am not brain. Unquote. But here's what we know about I am ass and his coworkers. Trolls who worked for the world of translation specifically target English-speaking websites. They praise Putin and attack Obama in the comments of U.S. conservative sites like The Blaze and WorldNet Daily. They post YouTube videos, too. One, sadly now deleted, attempted to convince Harry Potter fans that the movie star Daniel Radcliffe was, quote, promoting homosexuality by appearing in a movie about Allen Ginsberg that included him in a gay sex scene. The video was tweeted at adolescent American Harry Potter fans, but the muggles didn't bite. Before its deletion, the video had under 100 views. According to the leaked documents, the Russian trolls aren't that much older than the teenage Harry Potter fans they're inexpertly heckling. Their early 20s, they, they were things like receptionists or hotel managers, mostly living in St. Petersburg. Their English wasn't very good. These are not the most educated people. They're only making $1,000, $2,000 a month, which, which is a normal salary in Russia. They even had, as part of the job application, they had to submit essays written from the perspective of an American about one page in Word saying why they were upset with, with Barack Obama and why they thought America was collapsing. Something I think that's important to remember is it's not just the Russian government who does this. The Russians are particularly bad, but the United States government does it too. Remember, the Associated Press, they had a story a few months ago about Cuban Twitter. USAID set up an entire fake social network for Cuban people. Fake Cuban Twitter was a flop. 40,000 people signed up in a country of over 11 million. The program was shut down. Failures like this seem to be typical. When governments try to pass as humans online, it's awkward. They're a dad on the dance floor. It's very, very difficult to do well because on the internet, people are smart. It's very easy for them to compare things and use multiple sources of information. They can tell when something is fake. In real life, it can actually be harder. In his time covering Russia, Max has seen a lot of real-life fakery succeed. There is a Russian word that I like a lot, masovka, which is when you have a fake protest, which is when people are paid to protest. 
when Putin was running for re-election two years ago, they had 70,000 people in the Olympic Stadium in Moscow, and many of them had been paid to go there. And so he had this kind of giant rally that wasn't even necessarily a rally. And, and you go to a lot of these events. And it is like the in-person equivalent of reading these comments. They just don't feel genuine. It's just kind of eerie and quiet. People are holding strange signs that don't make any sense. There's just this kind of uneasy feeling that something is is not right. And you think, what is the point of doing this? And these guys, they, they get paid like $10, $20 to do this. They get a nice day out of Moscow. And at the end, they get bus packed a few hours to fear. But when you have an almost complete monopoly on the media, the vast majority of people in, in Russia, they experience it through television. The news says there was a rally to support Russia's law banning Americans from adopting Russian orphans. And this many people came. Here are some shots. And the vast majority of people in Russia are not necessarily going to be any the wiser when they see that. Max says the World of Translations project has been discontinued, maybe because of the leak. It's hard to say because the folks involved still deny it ever existed in the first place. But the next time you find yourself unwittingly wandering down one of the Internet's blind alleys and something doesn't quite feel right, look around you. Take stock of people's behavior. You might just be in the middle of an Internet masovka. TLDR is hosted and produced every week by PJ Vote and me, Alex Goldman. Our executive producer is Kat Rogers. Our engineer is Jen Munson. Our theme song is by Breakmaster Cylinder, whose music is insane. Check him out on SoundCloud. Our intern is Ethan Cheel, who seems to know about everything on the internet a half hour before I do. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes. You can check out our blog at tldr.onthemedia.org. We tweet at A Goldmund, PJ Vote, and TLDR, and we are TLDR. Hey, this is PJ. And Alex. You listened to the entire podcast and the credits and the music after the credits and the weird clicky noises after the music after the credits, which means you really like this show. So we're going to ask you one more time, and this is it for quite a while, to text TLDR to 25383 to make a $10 donation in support of the show. Charges will appear on your phone bill. Standard text messaging rates apply. And thank you so much for listening, supporting tweeting at us, uh, yelling at us, correcting us in our bad pitches, and uh, this is the end of this episode. Yes, stop listening.